What's up, tape heads? It is time to make us a mixtape. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa. I'm your other host, Paul Farvar. And what we do every week or so, we get together and we make uh, ourselves basically a mixtape right now. Normally, we have friends of the show on, uh, comedians, artists, celebrities, musical insiders, not unlike us. And we talk about music. We put together a five song playlist uh, with everything going on in the world. Paul and I have been flying solo on some of these. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, we are going to the movies. Yes. Uh, this is a soundtracks episode. I think this was your idea. Yeah, here's the deal. Or it came up organically. Back in the day, uh, a soundtrack was one of your best friends because it was a compilation. Uh, a lot of times there would be uh, cover songs. I found a lot of soundtracks had cover songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times they would have um, songs you couldn't get on the regular album, things like that. Um, and to me, uh, a good soundtrack that you would could just put in, this was before computers, this was before you could just hit Internets. shuffle, before internet, you had friends over, you're playing pool, you're drinking beers, you're doing whatever, you could put on a soundtrack, and you have all these options. Um, we used uh, the Crow soundtrack for our Backyard Wrestling. Multiple great <laughs> theme songs for Backyard Wrestling was okay. on that Crow soundtrack. Um a lot of times with soundtracks and and some of these on here, how did you feel when they would put like a, a mini scene from the movie in on the soundtrack? Tarantino does it a lot. Um, there's a couple of these on here that oh, within the within the disc. Yeah, the CD. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I was I, I'm not a big movie person, so for me, what do you mean? I'm, I mean, I've seen certain, but there's certain movies to this date I haven't seen that you're supposed to see. Oh, as, and then everyone will adult. go crazy if you haven't. Seen yeah, it. I haven't seen Braveheart. I haven't okay. seen Matrix. Like okay. things like that. People are like, yeah. like I don't give a fuck. Sure. But um, for me, the, the movies that I that. I don't care about the scene so much unless like it's something crazy, but the, I never was a big Tarantino guy either. Okay. So like Pulp Fiction, they had sure. the scenes, sure. and, eh, whatever. Sure. But um, going back to what you said about soundtracks, like, yeah, there are, there are certain soundtracks that make the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's sure. certain ones that one that you have on for sure. Like every, every song on that, on certain soundtracks were amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I learned about artists through um, through soundtracks, and you, you know a soundtrack or movies through soundtracks. Yeah, you know a soundtrack was successful when, and they did this for Days and Confused. I don't know if this was the first one, but it was like more Days and Confused, and it would yeah. be like either more songs from it or songs from like that artist inspired by right. it, or or basically they were saying like it almost was in it or whatever. Or so we some were scenes were like in Garden State, which is another soundtrack that neither of us picked. You know um, what? I when I was doing some research, I came across Garden State. That is, uh, that was a that was like a, a pretty good one. Yeah. That I, I at the time I didn't it was have huge. a girl I dated had it, and she would always play it when we'd fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So I kind of know a lot of the songs. But Rilo Kylie and like it's some good oh artists. Oh yeah, there's there. some great ones. But if you watch the movie, some of the songs were not no. or not on the soundtrack, which no. were the best songs of the thing. But yeah. th- if you, that was when I was in music licensing and a lot of it had to do with the artist was like, well, I've got an album coming Remember out. Remember how there would be two videos for a song sometimes? Like if no. it became, if a song became a big hit and it was on a soundtrack, they would get their own non-soundtracky version. Video. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So it'd be like uh, the, the, the um, Stone Temple Pilots had that. Was it the, what was it? Big Empty. They had a, they had a, a song on the Crow soundtrack. Oh, okay. Uh, and they had two different videos. And they had like the Crow version, and then it was like such a hit. They were like, "Fuck this Crow shit!" Like, let's, let's do our let's own. Do so our people own. know what we look like. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think that um, it's interesting that 
like like you said, the more days and confused. I think for Garden State, they could have done that. There were songs on yeah. there that didn't make it. Um, for one of mine, it's a hidden track on the on the uh, on the soundtrack. But for mm. me, it's the most compelling part of the movie. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, how you interpret that is different, and a lot of people are going to disagree with us. But if you if you want to join in on the conversation. Um, Email us at paulmartymakes at gmail.com. Message us. We are going to talk about it. I'm sure some people have already sent us their soundtrack stuff. And uh, like I said, if it was up to me, I'd, I'd have all you guys on the show. But Marty is a stickler. Marty's like, we can't have that person. I don't know why. <laughs> He's just very strict. Have you, uh, I, I forget reading. I was. Re- I don't know what I was, it might have been, uh, oh shit. I can't remember what I was reading. But basically they were just saying like, how much oh you know what i was reading some of the uh uh there's a lot of like oral history of days of confused i think they just had like the 20th or 25th anniversary okay no probably like the 25th i think uh, it was the 25th yeah or and 95 they maybe? talk yeah. about cameron crow who's like a big music guy not cameron crow uh richard linkletter linkletter big music guy and he was talking about how like we really wanted this song for this scene but it cost so much right. money that we we're like, fuck. Like, I think Let's they wanted. Slow ride. They did. They wanted an Aerosmith song instead, uh, instead of Slow Ride. And they were like, well, they're going to get Aerosmith tickets. Like, they should play Aerosmith. But he's like, it didn't work out. And he was like, it was for the better. And it made you get a little creative yeah. with some songs. Well, and they stuff. used Slow Right. They wanted an Aerosmith. They, they are getting an Aerosmith, Aerosmith yeah. going to a concert. But then they yeah. go, that's right. It doesn't fog it. doesn't make sense. And, and also, Interesting. Uh, you know, there was sometimes where it was like, they had intent like that velvet gold mine was like they couldn't get any bowie songs they had to write songs like david bowie esque songs or whatever um it's weird too where, where some of these songs you just know from that album and then you would like do more research on the band and be like oh cool absolutely band. and i and we'll 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 cover that in some of the songs for me at least that that i learned about artists or um from a soundtrack or I, what do you you revisit stuff based on a soundtrack what do you like about like give me what you what you require for a soundtrack to buy back in the day what was what was the requirement two songs well two sometimes two songs that i wanted or um sometimes it was the only way you can get that song yeah that was another thing they did sure uh because what what the music supervisors would do in in the contracts would be or, or the the music people in the in the uh movie business they would say hey this is going to be. We want you to write a song exclusively for this, and that's it. Okay. You can't re, you can't put it on another thing for oh. two years. Oh, okay. Or whatever the the agreement was. So, artists would agree to do it. Yeah. Because it's it was such a good way to get exposure. Yeah, I I think it's for me. It's one of those, or like a like a a soundtrack that sort of lasted instead of just going on the bottom of the CD pile. Like a, 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 a well, when would we? When a would you soundtrack? Buy it? I mean, it would be like one of those songs. Like it was just like, oh shit, this is a good song. And you'd look at the soundtrack and be like, oh, these yeah. are all really good. Or if I was just nuts about a movie, right. I would buy the soundtrack. Or if I listened the whole time and I'd be like, like, you know, you get, you, you get like your, uh, for the, for the nineties or early two thousands, it was like, you had your Tarantino movies, Everyone your Wes Anderson, yeah, your yeah. Wes Anderson movies. Um, a couple other ones like that, where it's just like, everyone had them. They were all good. Um, and, and they were where you could put them on and it was like, I could, I could listen to most of this. And some of them didn't really work. Uh, you say Wes Anderson, that here's a good example in the life aquatic. They had that guy, the Portuguese French guy doing all those Bowie songs. And in the movie you were like, mm-hmm. wow, this is so cool. But then you'd buy the disc. You know, yeah. So that's, yeah. Or, or there's like, 
uh, and I was kind of thinking about like the drive soundtrack, which is like just cool to have on. Or if you're, you know, uh, no pun intended, driving like at night, that's mm-hmm. a cool like. I kind of like music that's like you're playing it and you're like, I'm on the way to murder somebody. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I've never serial uh, killer. I never had that. serial killer music. You know, okay. like to pump you up. Um, no, but I, I just uh, there's just certain certain things, and then when you do get a good. Uh, soundtrack and you're like oh this is good there's like a couple really good ones yeah. on here and they're spread out enough to where you're like okay and i have a i mean like you know we'll get into it yeah so let's let's get into it some of them for me are just like memories they bring you back to that that when you saw the movie or the people involved let's what, what do you got uh what do you got first for us uh, song number one is from a wonderful gentleman from michigan named iggy pop and uh, this was on the train spotting soundtrack and uh, is it me or for a lot of songs that are on soundtracks, that opening song is the best song from a movie. That's your banger. Yeah, opening or end. Opening or end. And yeah. here was an opening song. This was during the chase scene in uh, Train Spotting. Enjoy. And I think it was for a cruise commercial. Spotify, baby. We're thirty seconds in. We haven't gotten a, a lyric yet. Yeah. What? Uh, what is your uh, reason for starting your list with this? This is the best song to start with all mine. It's like there was no doubt about it in my mind. So why? We're almost a minute in. We're almost a minute in to a, a, a four and a half minute song. Iggy we are about to hit. Word. We are about to hit one minute. And in these day, days and times of uh, Spotify, this is unprecedented. Without precedent. We are a minute and five. This is crazy. Here we go. Here comes the lyrics. Nope, not yet. Holy shit. (laughs) This is crazy. Here we go. It's the instrumental version. All right. Why did this song go number one? It's the beginning of the movie. And you like the movie? Love Train Spotting. Come on. I never, I couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I I read the book even, which is crazy. Uh, uh, Great opening scene. Great song. I I still, the song, the song still rules. Uh, It's, it's, if you're making a mix, it's such a good song to play first because it's just like, all right, toast happened. Here we go. This is a great song. You can't you can't disagree. I don't know why you're. I love the song. Okay. I'm not gonna dis- uh, where disagree. Where with else you, would you put the movie... this song on a soundtrack? Well, was this another soundtrack? Tape, I don't know. Yeah, it was on Train Spotting. For sure. I know. I said other other than that movie. I'm sure it's been in other. It shit was on too. a cruise commercial. <laughs> I know. And that. I remember people gave Iggy Pop shit, and he goes, "I didn't write it for that." I, so I don't care. Yeah. You can use it for whatever you want. All I'm saying is I love the song, but for me, and, I'm, and I don't know if we're going to get into this, but I just could never get into that movie. Also, I couldn't understand what they were saying a lot of the times, so I get frustrated okay. by doing it. But I, I mean, again, it's one of those things where aside, this the song, song is amazing, yeah. and it's a good way to start. There you go. Uh, You're correct. Your, thank, your you for, thank you for joining me on the right side of history. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking banger. Why, why do you like the movie and the book so much? Uh, just it was about drugs. I was eighteen. It all made sense. It all it all checked out. I loved it. I fucking loved it. Uh, I I watched it maybe a couple of years ago, and I still kind of dug still it. Holds up. Still holds up. Um, everyone in it's great. The cast is fucking fantastic. Um, Who's in it? 
uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that's uh, Angelina. Here's how I do it: uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> Angelina Jolie's ex-husband. Uh, <laughs> the 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 just great. It's great, and a lot <laughs> okay. of people I've never saw again and stuff. I'm sure they're in like more like you know UK stuff, but they're just they. As far as I'm concerned, they just went away. One of those dudes, and I could be wrong in this. I was watching Wonder Years last night, and I think one of those dudes is in like a, a random episode wow. of Wonder Years. Cool, yeah. maybe. It's a good movie. Yeah, but um, dug it, and the whole soundtrack is great too, because there's like dance music. Remember Underworld, that band? Mm-hmm. They're on there. That Born Slippy song, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Like, and and very different. They've got like a Lou Reed song on there. They've got uh, maybe a Bowie song on there. It's just so it's a wild soundtrack. Okay, it's great. That just I think for me, if I didn't like the movie, I was just like, oh there's, my God, yeah, it's like a fun mix of like there's rock songs. Everybody had this and there's soundtrack. dance songs. Everyone had this soundtrack. It was yeah. heavily played in my basement during yeah. the, the pool playing days. Pool playing, yeah. Well, I don't know. The song, and I love Iggy Pop and I and and Lou Reed. Those two guys don't get enough. A lot of they're like crit, art critic darlings, but like yeah. I didn't really get into them till later in life because I was like I wasn't introduced to them by my brother. So I was like, all right, well, yeah. But we found them. Well. Speaking of drugs, this song uh, that opens up my mix is uh, reminds me of drugs. It's uh, Give Me Shelter by Rolling Stones. It's featured in multiple movies. Yeah, which movie I, did you pick? I am talking about the scenes from Casino. Okay. Um, Was this at the end? This, this is, is the uh, end of The Departed, right? It is. And it's in Goodfellas, too. Dude, stop using this. This is over. Find new songs. He he must have just got the rights to it, and he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna," because those are expensive songs. I would imagine. So for me, I just this song reminds me of of drugs, of doing. You know, when you get that nasal drip, the feeling you're about to do cocaine. Excuse me. (laughs) Are you are you admitting to doing cocaine on this show? All I'm saying is that. it's a great it's a great scene in Casino because he's starting to do cocaine and in Goodfellas too. Ironically, it is the scene where he's he's mixing up the coke yeah. at, at his girlfriend's house. This is even in the new one. What's the new Irishman? one? I'm like, come on, man! I haven't seen that. Get new fucking. I think or there's if it isn't this song, there's another one of the Irishman where I'm like, come on. No, man. I think you're right. I think when I was researching Stop. this, yeah, it, it's to me, it's a song that just it reminds me of of doing drugs. I don't know yeah. why. And uh, and it, and. Again, I'm I'm the non-drug using sure. member of this sure. tribe. Sure. But uh, if you are gonna do cocaine, um, give me shelter. Pace yourself. The way to go. Put on good music. Yeah, this is a song that just it's just it's a uh, it's one of those like Pavlov dog in, like feelings you get where you're like right about to it's gonna be a crazy night and it could be drinking too. So, but yeah, I I, I like the no no this is cocaine only, Paul. This is a cocaine song. There's a, there's few songs that remind me of cocaine, and this is one of them. Okay. Um, what about what are your cocaine songs? <laughs> the the song cocaine, which is very cliche, but you got to play. Really? I don't cocaine. No, I don't, I don't think it is. But I don't know. It just depends who you're hanging out with yeah. and and who uh, the who's, mood. who's DJing and shit like that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is this is uh, it's just like this is like the probably the song that's been in the most soundtracks. Yeah, it's a great song, and and another. Um, one that close to this is there was a lot of songs that I liked in Boogie Nights too that oh that yeah start off yeah their scenes dry. this is one that you hear the song you're reminded of the scene in the movie and I I'm w- not a big movie guy but that's I wonder what the most trigger. expensive soundtrack 
oh, to, of all time is to been. buy licensing for. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I would assume it's like Forrest Gump. Oh, I bet it was Forrest Gump. Yeah. I well, bet. there's two. It was two albums. Oh shit. Uh, if it was a double, Forrest Gump had a double uh, yeah. soundtrack. A lot of those songs though too were like two and a half minutes. So yeah, that probably was the yeah, most. Yeah, I bet. It's probably the most songs. I bet. But and I remember I had that soundtrack and I was like, this is so great. But now like you go back on that, you're like, oh, some of these songs just can't listen to anymore. Yeah, I would assume. Uh, I was gonna say that soundtrack doesn't hold up, but a lot of them too are just it like does hold up. They might as well just be like a now that's what I call music. Yeah, it's it's just a, it just goes. There are songs on there that I again they inform me from the soundtrack. I got into the artist and uh, for sure that got me into Jackson Brown. Uh, running on empty, I think was on on the Forrest Gump thing, okay. and I was like, and then I got totally into him, and uh, still love Jackson Brown. I know that makes me a boomer, but what can you do? He, he's he's <laughs> married a lot of hot hot women, well, and supermodels. I I've always said about Jackson Brown, I've I've really never listened to his music, but I just know from reading Rolling Stone, like they're just like they love Jackson Brown. They're yeah, like, you, you should really listen to Jackson great. Brown. And I'm always just like, okay, good. I'll wait. Uh, my next song. Uh, this was uh, the favorite movie slash soundtrack of my high school girlfriend. And she fucking loved this movie, loved this soundtrack. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is a great soundtrack. Uh, almost, almost, almost put a Mighty Mighty Boss Tone song on it. But Shocked that you didn't. I'm shocked. I wanted, to, I wanted my list to be a little more... Uh, uh, exclusive, you know what I mean? Inclusive, rather. Uh, so we, we needed to throw a little, uh, uh, some, some female uh, energy on this list here. So uh, off the Clueless soundtrack, this is uh, Jill Sobley with Supermodel. Aggressively 90s. I can't go any higher here with volume. There we go. I had a prompt for you on the supermodel okay. thing with Jackson Brown. You didn't catch that. No. I said he dated. Oh, okay. Nice. But anyway, do you know Jill? Do you remember her and Jill Sobley? She had a she song. She had I Kissed a Girl. I Kissed a Girl yeah. was her big one. Yeah, I remember the videos yeah. were in heavy rotation. Great soundtrack. This is not the song I would have picked on Me, this soundtrack. like pop punk with, uh, with a female lead. Mwah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm a this soundtrack, fan. though, I mean, you get... Radiohead uh, Fake does the trees. acoustic version of that. Counting Crows did that Ghost in You, which is a cover. Psychedelic, uh, Psychedelic Furs. Furs. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boss, Tones Spoken for You. Popes, Need You Around, Bang. Yes. That almost that was like very close to being on here. Almost ahead of, that was ahead of, uh, it's not my favorite Boss Tones song, uh, Where Did You Go? But uh, Need You Around is great. The Muffs are on, the Muffs have a good song on here. This is, yeah, this is a... It's a great one. Good, This is good not the soundtrack. song I would have picked, though. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's like there's so many good songs, bangers sure. on Clueless. Uh, smoking Popes too. You know we should do a we should do a Chicago band yeah. exclusive. Sure, too. we didn't do that. I know that uh, James Van Oslo made his Chicago, but yeah, this is a this was a movie. I, I think I texted you recently over the quarantine. I watched this movie. Mm, it's still good, but yeah, it just doesn't. A lot of the things are soundtrack holds up better than the movie. Yes, absolutely. Soundtrack holds up. There's a lot. I, I was surprised by when I was, I think I was texting you. I was like, I, I forgot this is in here I know, too. I know. The, the Radiohead song. Wow. Yeah. So good. But yeah, movie was good. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. They ma- it made him. Yeah. Kind of feels like the uh, the the age thing now was like, wait, he w- she was in high school. He was in college. Grad school. Oh, he was law in law school. school. Yeah. Mm. 
She's 18. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if that checks out. But hey, they were the 90s. Alicia, you, Alicia Silverstone. Alicia. That, was her, that was her debut. There you go. And um, yeah, you know, because this was... Uh, uh, there was a lot of like, this was going to be the movie. I remember when this came out, this was going to be the movie. Also, too, when MTV would push these songs or soundtracks or videos real hard, that was another thing, too. Where that's how, like, that's okay. how I learned about the movie, I think. Yeah, because yeah, this was like going to be our version of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, the same writer, and it was like, okay, this is our version now of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, but anyway, you know, cool, cool soundtrack. Very had a lot of high, had a lot of high school sex to the soundtrack. A lot of pop, a <laughs> lot of uh, bubblegum pop feel to it. Very mainstream. No, um, no, 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 not not a lot of. I mean, there were some mainstream artists, but there were also a lot that were not. All, well, right, there were the, there were artists that were being pushed. super grass. Uh, yeah, Supergrass there was a, was a darling of the the media as well, critics. but not mainstream. Oh, gotcha. I don't even think Q101 played Supergrass. They played uh, um, "Pump You" on the radio. Their their hit. That's right. After this, yes, yeah. Supergrass was just coming on there. Yeah, there was a lot of Mrs. I, I'm I'm guessing a lot of David Geffen artists were on that because, you know, that is the thing too. Like as you get older and you're like. Oh yeah, this is a business. So there were like, all right, we'll give you, a, we'll give you, a but you got to take Counting Crows, but you got to take Jill Sobley, and it's yeah. like, okay, yeah. And they actually, D- David Geffen had a, he had a compilation around this time where it was just like, you know, is rare, that those rarities. DGCs rarities? rarities. That's why it's DGs. Yeah, <gasps> David Geffen. What's the C for? I think it was his label. Because I remember buying rarities. You, only way you can get the Counting Crows song on there. Um, the Accidentally world begins to dis. No, no, no. There's another Counting Crows song that was like I forgot what it was called. I'll find it for the end uh, of this. Yeah, the yeah. The I know what you're talking. To I think yeah. Oh yeah, right. It wasn't accident. It was that was the only way you can get it. Yep. The rarities inside bees or whatever it was called. Yep. Um, but Jill Sol- Solbio was on there too. I think. Nice. I don't know. All right. Well, my next song. Um, it's one of those things where I didn't see the movie until the soundtrack was so good that uh, I went back and saw the movie. It was a it was a uh, iconic movie, um, cult classic, Harder They Come with Jimmy Cliff and his friends. But uh, I picked the song on here. Um, if you watch the the only thing that I mean, I watched the movie now, and this is there was a good scene in the movie. But it's just this song is there's so many bangers on this album. It's this one is you can get it if you really want it. You can get it if you really want. You can get it, Love it. if you really want. Every song on this really album is amazing. And I'm shocked that it isn't covered as much as it is. As, as much as it should be. We covered in Go Town, we covered Sitting in Limbo. We did a rock version of it, but Ultimately, every song on this is really good. And, I, and again, I'm, this is coming from a place where um, I'm not a big reggae guy anymore. I can't stand Bob Marley. I, I've listened enough, even though I was a huge Bob Marley fan when I was younger. This album still holds up. There's just so much. It's just so raw. Yeah. That's great. Did you ever see the movie? How are they I've not. You've mentioned it multiple times. It's it's, uh, it's just a, he's a gunslinger. Jimmy Cliff stars in the movie but it's just it's so bizarre uh it's like set in like kingston have you ever heard the i think i mentioned on the podcast for jimmy um, keith richards told the story about how he had like a a mansion in jamaica 
uh, like kind of like a compound. Like he and, and it. yeah, and he was friends with Jimmy Cliff, and he's like, hey, if I'm not there, you can stay there. And he's like, cool. And Jimmy Cliff like took it, took over, it over, and yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna be in town. He's just like, yeah, this is mine now. Yeah, and it was like Swatter I don't know how they rights. resolved it, but he was kind of like, this is mine now. <laughs> and they had like yeah. armed guards and shit. Well, um, yeah, the. Stones were tight with a lot of Jamaican artists. Peter Tosh yeah. was tight with uh, Mick Jagger. They had a song together. Um, yeah, it's just it was one of those things. I think back in the time when they got busted for grass. Yeah. They're like fuck it, let's go live in Jamaica. Hey. Nice. Yeah, I strongly recommend this soundtrack. It's it still holds up. I listened to it because I was trying to decide which song to use on this, so I didn't make a Marty mistake and pick the worst song on a great soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, there, there's just so many bangers. Harder they come, obviously, is is the title track. But yeah. I think it starts with this too. You might you're you're uh, you might be right about that yeah. theory in the cool. movie. Hey, I like it. I'll check it out. And as will the tape heads. They'll have to check it out. Are they t- mixed tape heads or MTT? Just tape heads. Tape heads. For this one, they're VHS and uh, <laughs> beta ta- beta whatever beta the. Heads. Uh, what did they call a, a musical tape? Was there like a name for it? Like how you had like VHS cassette? Cassette tape. Just oh, a cassette tape? For the music yeah. ones? Yeah, they're called cassettes. Just cassette tape. VH, VHS tapes, beta. I just sold a beta uh, camera online. If you guys want, check out my Facebook marketplace. There you go. Big plug for Paul there. I bet he doesn't have a copy of Juice on VHS or DVD. Or uh, the soundtrack. No. Juice, of course, a wonderful movie starring the late, great Tupac Shakur. Never uh, saw it. this. Okay. I have a fun story about this. So I bought this uh, unbeknownst to me. I was probably in like, I think I was like a, maybe in eighth grade or a fresh. I think it was in eighth grade when I bought this. Bought it at Walmart. Not realizing Walmart doesn't sell explicitly lyric CDs, so I had a fucking nerd version of this. What what did they do that was different? Uh, they would edit out curse words, uh, so like radio versions of all the songs, uh, which is not what I wanted. So I had to rebuy this at um, I think it was called Karma Records at the time, which was our record shop in Indiana. So uh, this is uh, Eric B and Rakim, who are just fucking awesome man just so good uh and this is know the ledge this could have been one of the first songs on my mix too from the juice soundtrack i can't wait to hear your thoughts on this song because it's a fucking certified banger i got enough to go around and the thought takes place uptown i grew up on a sidewalk while on street talk and they talk to all from york i go to queens for I think they're like running away from the cops when the song plays the movie. If I I've never recall. seen the movie. So fun. Hi, Tupac was in high, high school Tupac. In this. I mean, he was obviously not that age, but played a high school student. What's their, what's their big hit? I Ain't No Joke? Is that that? Eric B. and Rakim? Yeah. I mean, they've had a few. Oh, they got so many. So I, I didn't know this song. I knew Eric B. and Rakim, but. Yeah. I like this song. I, I just never seen the movie. I love I love this song. Uh, Don't sweat the technique is probably the most. I would assume that would be number one on uh, on uh, like if you go to the iTunes one or whatever. Yeah, I mean, on, I, when you put it on here, I love the song. But again, without having the benefit of seeing the movie to have like that trigger, if it's a good movie, is, is the movie good? I mean, I loved it at the time. I bet. I bet it's it now? not the greatest. What's I mean, it about, even? 
the high school kids wanting respect, wanting that juice, and they they have a gun and they they're like, we're gonna stick up a place, and then it goes it goes haywire, and then friends are fighting. Hmm. Yeah, it's great. Huh. Yeah, it's a good song. Again, um, I didn't see the movie, but yeah, I bought the fucking clean version. I was such a I was sub. I remember being like, wait, what? And then I was like, mother, they just edit out the n word and the f word. Sure, the curse words. Yeah, all well, of them. I'm sure all the, of them. Yeah. What when they edited on Walmart though? Did they edit out the N word too? I would assume so. Sure. Well, you don't know. It's Walmart. I mean, so. you know, <laughs> it was the eighties. <laughs> no, they the made 90s. it louder, which is weird. Which is a weird choice by Walmart. Where they made the N word louder. Sam Walton seems to think that it was okay. They would turn off the music and just have that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I just I, I wasn't sure because I know that they had the clean versions of. Uh, I guarantee someone listening bought group. the clean version on accident or got as a gift the clean version and it was just like maybe they preferred the, oh no maybe if they preferred the clean version you know i was listening to something the other i was watching a movie i think on like a tv channel we were just flipping through i prefer when they just instead of saying like get the fuck out they just go get the f- out instead of beeping it remember they would just they would do beeps or uh, WGN would do like get the flip out. Yeah, I don't like when they like change Breakfast it. Club. I remember where it's yeah. like no dad fuck you, like no dad flip you, and I'm like just, just do no dad you. Yeah, that's it. But maybe there's like nerdy nerds who are like nah, you really know you know what they're saying. Yeah, so they you want have you to, to forget. Throw. Yeah. On the episode I saw Wonder Years last night, the principal. What are you watching Wonder Years on? I just I found it on Hulu because that's that was for a while. Uh, a, a show that wasn't put out on DVD back when they were putting out shows because yeah. they're like, we can't pay all the all fucking the, artists. Like, yeah. Are you out of your mind? Well, and the music is really good on there, by the sure. way. They cut it clo- short, but on the episode I saw last night, the principal was the boss of uh, his dad who's hidden on Norma, his mm-hmm. wife, the whole episode. It was pretty intense, but it was hard to yeah. say. I'm like, you're the principal. How, it's, and I'm it, so confused. It's interesting, too, with... It reminds me of wrestling where... Uh, WWE has bought everybody's like library. And back in the day, you could just play, you know, you want to come out to this song, you just come out to this song. You know, or there was like this company ECW where they would get cease and desist letters all the time. Cause I remember asking one of the wrestlers there, I'm like, how come you guys could use regular and you wouldn't get sued? He goes, Oh dude. He's like, one time I looked in the owner's bag and it was just all these cease and desist letters of like you can't play this song anymore. And he just ignored it. And like so the Sandman would come out to enter Sandman. WWE bought their catalog. They went out of business, so WWE bought their whole like library. And when they play, whose library they bought? ECWs, oh, okay. or this goes for like all old. They bought the licensing. They bought the library, the tape libraries, and okay. they're like, "Hey, we'll check out this old episode." But they clean the music off, and they'll oh. put a. Di- and it's just like, talk about fucking no. Like, there's this one wrestler, New Jack, and he would he would come out to Natural Born Killers that song, um, and uh, with a. Uh, uh, Who's saying Natural Born Killers? Dr. Dre and... No, I'm thinking of California Love. Anyway, uh, I think it's Ice Cube. And uh, and it was just like... he would They played the whole time he was in the ring. And he would just kill everybody. He would come out, with a, gar- no he would come out with a garbage can full of... Now they just play like random hip-hop sample volume too. Yeah. It's a it's a real bummer. Well, that's what the, that's how a lot of artists, secondary artists, would make their money. Um, back in the aughts, we would get hit up because they'd be like, hey... We can't play this Wilco song. Can you fucking yeah. just do a song? We need beats, like this beats per minute. Yeah. Because people are dancing. They want to keep it on. on well, track. there were, and I was listening to, I forgot what, somebody was on Opie and Anthony way back in the day, and they were talking about soundtracks and how it, back in the day it was like a real 
no-no to put your music in a movie. It was like, no, like, because they were talking about, like, oh, if you listen to, like, creative. Terminator oh. and, like, the song that was in the nightclub, it's just like, just make up a song. You know what I mean? But now it's like this, wow, yeah, movie, tie it all together. But it was, like, back in the day, like, as far as, like, an artist, like, you're letting your music be in a movie? Well, they would they would have artists cover it on, yeah. like, shows like Knight Rider and yeah. uh, ABC, all those, Love Boat, all those shows they wouldn't play it on TV because they would be like, well, we can't afford it, but we can't afford the derivative work. Right. Like I remember, or the um, artists would say you can't play it back in the eighties. There would be those shows where like, we got to track down a punk rock murderer and like Hunter or somebody would Hunter, go, yeah. they would go into the punk scene. There's a Hunter episode where they dress him up like a punk and he's in LA trying to find like who's killing like people. It's so old. awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I love that or they're like, or there's a, um, uh, Trapper John MD where they're trying to find like who's putting bad drugs in the and it's like it's such like I forgot like oh man it was such like conservative propaganda of like don't do oh, drugs. drugs music is bad these punk rockers are all drug addicts they're all bad and there's, and there's a tinge of racism in those too if you don't yeah. notice a lot of Asian stereotypes and Middle Eastern and uh, they I yeah, was who, watching. who knew old 80s cop shows weren't woke oh my god uh, Heart to Heart too. it's yeah, a I show those Two, I've been recording them. They're unwatchable. They're so good. They're unwatchable. You know what good. is watchable and is good from that time frame? Columbo, the best show. You cannot go wrong you know, with Columbo. You know, someone else was talking about that, too. Sorab loves Columbo Sorab as loves well. We too. have a bond with Columbo, fellow comic heart of ours. Heart is, uh, nah, is, uh Columbo, the best. No, I, I'm Early saying it's the Columbos. It's so bad. Yeah. Because I can't get behind the plot. So these guys are just two wealthy people that- Are they married? They were married. They lived together. They had a, a, a house, a housemaid, and a house guy that just did everything for them. But the cops would defer to them, be like, "Hey, what do you think, John like, or Robert Wagner?" Investigators? No, they were just like wealthy people, who were really smart. They just had a lot of money. They were, I mean, technically anyone's a private investigator sure. if you're not hired. But sure. They would solve these crimes. I saw one with a mummy, and it was just like such <laughs> racial, like Egyptian. Oh man. Oh, so racist. Um, but try, it was good. Try, try, old, try old pro wrestling. I've been dipping back into the 80s stuff. Oh, but the music they use, yeah. too, is just horrible, too. Sure. Because they can't use it. Um, but Unbelievable. Eh, anyway. But uh, speaking of, uh, I don't know how to translate <laughs> to the next one. Um, this next song is from one of my favorite movies of all time. I liked it so much I bought the DVD. And... Uh, this is the best song on that uh, on uh, Lost in Translation. Oh, uh, okay. Great movie, Sofia Coppola directed. And this, I thought this was going to be an '80s movie when I saw more than this on here. Oh, that's I was I, like, what movie is this? This is a song that educated me on Roxy music, and I went back and and uh, got more into them. But uh, this is uh, more than this. Roxy music from the New Romantic era. There was a New Romantic soundtrack I got on uh, iTunes because we kept talking about it so much on the previous episode New Romantic it's like songs like this oh. Yacht Rock no New Romantic you saw the movie right yeah you know the scene where they're doing the karaoke not at all oh, it's so touching and I have no emotions whatsoever but it's so good <laughs> they're both in the Horrible situations with their other significant others, significant others, and uh, this song is just so perfect for that scene. Karaoke, Bill Murray got robbed of an Oscar, in my opinion. 
Yeah, Roxy Music has a lot of great songs. Uh, yeah. Love is a Drug. So many things, but I, you know, I forgot about them until this movie and, and when it came out in like the early 2000s. You're like, wow, yeah. they've got a great catalog. Um, and now I'm selling these records online and I found my brother had actually had some singles of theirs. So There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah I think a good, uh, a good soundtrack will turn you on to other bands. Because yeah. again, this was, you know, Hollywood making you a mixtape. Or the right. or the or the person in charge of the That's a great of, of uh, the soundtrack was making you a mixtape, and a lot of times uh, these uh, people who decided like, hey, this song should be here, or whatever. It's like not only is it uh, a great song for the scene, but it's also like, hey, if I'm writing a movie and I can get people to listen to blank band or whatever or this musician, it's like what a what a great deal. Like I know everyone gives um, Garden State so much shit. But like that dude was so good. Was like these are the bands that I'm I really like, and if other people get into them because of that, uh, or he would have a lot of those bands on Scrubs, like they would play a lot of those songs on yeah, Scrubs. Yeah, he was a he helped a lot of artists. And, He's a uh, good, good guy. It was kind of interesting, but I mean, for for a lot of these soundtracks, there would be like, oh, I'd always heard of them, but I'd never really. Or there's other other ones where I'm just like, who the fuck is this? And I would I would you know seek them out and try to. Well, that's the goal with a mixtape, right? You want people sure. to be, you want to educate them. I was talking to my my good friend Colby about this, but we made mixtapes to educate our friends because we were we were music insiders back then, and if you will, sure, you were uh, I will. a tastemaker. And uh, and like you said, it's a great analogy. Is Hollywood is making a mixtape, and they're trying to be tastemakers. Yeah. They might not have altruistic uh, goals like you and I have. But they, you know, they might be pushing, or they've got money behind certain artists, whatever. Yeah. But it is what it is, and it's them making a mix, and that's probably why I wanted to be a music supervisor for so so badly. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I think it's like I always wonder, like with uh, I think Tarantino, who is like, you, you know, the guy steals or you know, quote unquote, yeah. borrows or whatnot, but like him. Uh, I would say of of recent times, and like it's part of their their brand is like Wes Anderson and uh, Tarantino. Music is such a big part of their of their movies. You yeah, know, it, it helps and, it creates uh, the atmosphere. And uh, and you're just kind of like, oh, that, like I'm like who who who's finding these old songs? Because like they fit so perfect. Some fit so perfect, but they're they're you know obscure to the you know kid growing up in indiana who's like what is this music or whatever mm-hmm. but it, it's it's pretty cool yeah wes that's a good th- i mean definitely wes anderson is is the key on that and we'll talk about that more in a little bit but quentin tarantino i think same thing like with the uh, it's so funny fiction. though if you watch like youtube videos about like how what he's stolen from movies and there's people who are it's so weird oh too, they put him frame to like, frame he's yeah. bad because of the it's like well, i don't know i kind of i dig most of his movies uh, he's, a, he's taking it's weird he's lifting and creating yeah yeah yeah. that's what copyrights that's that's it's derivative work he's just got to give people credit which i don't think he's doing uh my next song is off of the repo man soundtrack that's the movie now okay. this movie repo man i kept hearing about it and people are like you gotta see repo man and the soundtrack rules i rented it and i was just like what is this movie i fucking love this movie so much this repo man rules Tell so me, i don't remember i mean much. i remember the name i just don't remember so it's a scientific uh, science it's fiction a sci-fi movie. movie. And I know Emilio Estevez was in He's it. a repo. He, he needs a job, so he becomes a repo man. And Harry Dean Stanton teaches him how to be a repo man. 
and uh and it's sci-fi it's weird it's like uh comments on society uh, uh, he, Emilio is like a cool punk dude. He's got all, he parties with all these punk rockers. It was like another world. And I was like, I got it. I got to get into this more. I got into everything about this. I got a, these bands and, uh, of the bands that were in that I got, I don't know when I got a copy of this. I got a, um, taped copy of this. And, uh, to me, the standout is the song I'm going to play right now. It is TV party by black flag. Great scene in the movie, too. Henry Rollins on vocals. What do you think of this song? Don't like it. What? I don't like it. Please explain. I just can't get into any part of it. Nothing? No. Good Lord. This song, like spoke to me when I was a kid. I was like, what is this? Because, again, and I've talked about it on the podcast, I was familiar with the Ramones. And I was like, oh, the Ramones, okay. But this is like tough guy Ramones. You know what I mean? This is like, whoa. And there was a lot of songs on the soundtrack that that were like that to me where I was just like, oh, shit. Like, you hear like uh, Suicidal Tendencies, Circle Jerks, The Plugs, Fear. The I'm plugs like, are the guy. One of the guys from the Plugs is the soundtrack coordinator yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, uh, Iggy Pop's manager was like, "Yo, you got to do the soundtrack to this movie. It's gonna be like." And that was the thing too back in the Humberto day. Humberto Lariva. Back in the day, from the Plugs, like especially like punk punk rock music and 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 that scene. It was like this was a movie for that, and it was finally like, "Hey, we're getting our own movie." You know what I mean? It's like this is huge, and uh, this soundtrack is just. It's a banger. The song's a banger. This made me go get uh, all the Black Flag albums. I was I, I was get in. into Black Flag. I love Hen- I Harry, Henry Rollins when he talks, I, and I liked him later in life. The difference to me between Black Flag, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, Circle Jerks, Circle Jerks not so much, but those two artists and the Ramones. I think Ramones had one thing that those artists didn't have, which is like there was a melody, there was a a hook. And these songs just didn't. You're hearing it. Oh, no, man. It's not so there. Good. I just, so good. And that's the thing. Like, you go back to the the punk roots. A lot of those artists had, they had melody. They had a counter. There was a counter voice that was fucking cool. And I got into that. But, yeah, like, Black right Flag. Yeah, right here. <laughs> no. I can't believe you're not I, like. I mean, I love Emily West of us. <laughs> I think he's great. But, uh, um, yeah, this I do remember the movie. It was, like, kind of like a. A lot of punk music was in it, yeah. and uh, obviously because the music supervisor was in the plugs. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. This is where when we create that Venn diagram on this podcast. Yes, yours yours steers so far when you when you start talking about punk and country and um, mighty mighty Boston's. This is one of those things outside the Venn diagram for mm-hmm. me. Well, give it a chance. I don't know. Hey, let us know if you disagree. I know certain people get I'm really I'm sure some upset. people were very happy to see Black Flag TV party on this. I know. I think a lot of people would be. I, I bet you. Actually, you know what? We'll take a survey. If you've heard of this or not, message us. But I think a lot of people, uh, our generation and younger, who didn't grow up in like uh, Indiana, um, never heard of this song. Uh, I don't think Black Flag was that big before I grew up. I had to, I had to seek him out. I, Indiana was more of a country reference, but yeah, I agree with you on this scene. I don't know. I wasn't, it wasn't just, big. Just garbage. Yeah, just 
bad just oh you like soundtracks you should get the soundtrack to repo man uh, no no i'm trying to think like punk ones growing up they would it was like just i don't know man forrest gump bad. was one that everyone had yeah Pulp fiction obviously I'm trying to think going back into like you're hanging out at someone's house for a party and you're looking at their cds of like what to play soundtrack wise safe bet if you're gonna walk away from the above the rim remember that movie mm-hmm. above the rim tupac also was in that that was a popular soundtrack uh natural born killers we used to play that yes, at my friend scott's that was house a, good a lot one. those uh, are ones that you could just play in the background yeah you didn't have to monitor the disc or the the, the dj yeah uh, go get a drink or something uh, god i'm trying to think of some other other soundtracks days and confused was days a big confused one back was in the one. day uh, and there was more dazed and confused. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Let us know what were some uh, that were in heavy rotation at, in your, at your time. Maybe the after us group. and before. Sure. From before us, I could tell you from my brother's uh, albums, the big ones were uh, the Big Chill. Oh, uh, we had that on cassette in our garage. There was a, a box. I remember this. So there was a we had a little jam box in the garage, and there was a cardboard box with a bunch of tapes that I think my brother was just over listening to, and the Big Chill was in there. That's the big one. chill is like there's so much like boomer energy on that it could it could it could run that was this, like it way could run before this city. time yeah then there was uh flash dance which was a popular sure. one in the 80s sure. and something wild do you remember that one the mm. movie uh man it's uh something wild something wild was a no. was a movie it had a What's his name? There had to have been a bunch. Like I bet somebody had like the Bring It On soundtrack. Oh, American Pie was another one that American I remember because yeah. I had like James. Jeff Daniels Laid. was in it. Ray Liotta, Melanie Griffith, Something Wild. It was a 1986 okay. movie. Very popular. Ryan, um, Jonathan Demi produced. What was it. it called? Something Wild. Okay. And the soundtrack had. I thought you meant that movie Wild Things, where. Uh, Oh, with Dylan, uh, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Or he made the, the party This is before our time. Lady I'm saying the other lady. Yeah. This is like uh, before. And then after sure. our time is probably going to be a lot different. Um, on that soundtrack, man, we have it in the other room, but it's uh, David uh, Byrne was in it, Fine Young Cannibals, um, Oingo Boingo. Was it She Drives Jimmy Me Crazy Cliff. by the Fine Young Cannibals? No. No? Uh, Ever Fall in Love. I don't know that one. New Order sure. was on there. Um Jimmy Cliff, he had a song on there, too. I'm surprised you didn't do My So-Called Life so you could do Buffalo Tom. It's uh, not a movie. That's true. We'll do a TV. TV, <laughs> TV soundtrack? That's when we're really stretching. We'll uh, do TV soundtracks. I don't know. Well, we were talking about Wes Anderson before, and uh, my next song is probably my favorite movie, one of my top 10 movies of all time. Um, I And when people don't watch it, I force them to this watch it. This is the it. one Wes Anderson soundtrack I had. Rushmore? Yeah. Yeah. This movie, first time I watched it in theater, I didn't really get behind it. I didn't understand it. But then I watched it again and again and again. I was like, wow, this movie is so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I had a couple songs off the Bottle Rocket soundtrack. That's a good movie, too. That's your first one. That's his first one. Yeah. Because I remember MTV gave him like some video, like the MTV Movie Awards. They gave Wes Anderson an award of like, Watch out for this guy award. I forgot what it was. It was like the like future rising star or something. Really? And I was like, who the fuck's this guy? What is this movie? Bottle Did they Rocket. They have video awards back then. The, the, mu- the it was the first movie awards. Vi- okay, it was the first movie, vi- right, movie right. V- MTV movie yeah, like awards. A one to watch. And basically, and for I remember Bottle Rocket? I, for Bottle Rocket. I remember renting I remember it at Hollywood that. Video and being like, what is this? I loved it. It was great. It's a great movie, but but Rushmore's then this the best. soundtrack. 
Yeah, so for this one... Um, what are some I, of the songs on the soundtrack? Oh, man. I remember there's like... Because there were Cat a couple... Stevens had a song yeah, on there. Yeah, and there was that... Here I wish comes my baby. I knew what I knew now. The two, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Here comes my baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The end of the movie is the tubes. That's a, that's one of my favorites. Faces, yeah. not the tubes. Faces. Yeah. Uh, with Rod Stewart. Faces, yeah. But this one, the song is... Uh, it's actually like an eight-minute song by The Who, a quick one while he's away. And the movie version... They don't play this song. They play it halfway through because it's one of those prog rock songs that just is a theme. So I'm I'm gonna start playing it in the middle where it starts to make where it starts making a scene in the movie. Um, and again, I'm not a huge Who Who fan, but a quick one while he's away. The Who from the Rush Moore soundtrack. This is the scene with the bumblebees. Yes. Escalation of the war between yeah. Jason Schwartzman and Yeah, I remember this in the movie. You are forgiven, just on rape. It's such, and then when he, when he, he's back, he, the brakes are the scene where he cut the brakes and he's just driving. He can't. He's Bill Murray sweating. Yeah. Bill Murray was so good in this movie. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Two of my two of my uh, songs that have Bill Murray movies. Bill Murray in the movie. Yeah. I again Rushmore. I had a big argument on uh, with Patty Vasquez on WGN because whenever we'd have movie people on, I talk about Rushmore and, and I said it was one of the greatest movies of all time, and all these people would say I was insane. But I was like, you guys clearly don't understand what uh what was what were some of their complaints some people had never seen it i'm like well you can't talk well, about that's it right out the out the gate not uh everyone says it's a good some people would say it's a good movie but not the top 10 i'm like come on is it uh it might be what uh what, what uh my girlfriend sarah refers to as little boy shit where it's like clearly this is a movie for dudes well he later wes anderson's later movies i think evolved where the main characters weren't you know, white male guys, but yeah. But in this one, I think the well, not just that. It's just like these are, these are movies for boys. Yeah, these are dudes. These are dude movies. Well, Royal Tenenbaums, I think, is uh, one of those movies Definitely where it's just kind of different. Goes yeah. to everybody because, like in 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 Bottle Rocket, the only female yeah. doesn't even speak English. Yeah, <laughs> the whole movie. Inez, remember that? Oh, the that female movie. in this movie, I guess, was so hard to work. They, they he made. He's, he made her out so hard to work with that she never was in another really? one of his movies because he uses the same people all the time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, this this movie, this scene, this song, like you said, the other songs on this on this soundtrack are so good. Um, and I was I was deciding whether substitute put, right. That's another one of these songs, right? Substitute, substitute by the Who. Yeah. My juice for gin. Substitute. Yeah. The who has some great songs? I mean, I guess. Did you just, have a Who phase? I did. I had a Who phase. Yeah, a little bit. I, I saw them in concert. I think I got the greatest hits back in the day. I uh, I loved uh, I loved them when I was a kid because again, my brother and my uncle loved them. But I just I remember I never, I can't do it anymore. I remember uh, when I was watching um, Freaks and Geeks when when uh, uh, the female lead was talking to uh, Seth Rogen's character and she was or no no not Seth Rogen yeah maybe Seth Rogen's character or the how i met your mother guy and she was talking about the who and she goes oh i love that song teenage wasteland and he's like it's actually baba o'reilly yeah, yeah i was like i mean I we all I, I all liked it and in this soundtrack too i should i point out that mark 
uh, Mother's Ba from yeah, Devo, yeah. who later produced that, hey, the Office song, all the songs you love should, on soundtracks. We, that's him and uh, Trent Reznor as well. Yeah, uh, and there's probably a whole lot more. Have just been like, oh, cool. This is like my new thing. This is yeah. what I do now. He did a lot of songs on there, and that was kind of like his uh, his his first scene where or first uh, breakout role as a soundtrack guy. But there's a, there are multiple um, Cat Stevens songs on there. The Wind. Yoko Ono, uh, Oh Yoko by John Lennon. Oh, yeah. Faces. Oh, Yoko. And the Kinks are in there, too. So this What Kinks song was it? Um, shoot, what song? I really it? remember Nothing this soundtrack. Nothing in the World Can Stop Me. I don't know that one. Worry. I'm sure I'd know it if I heard it. This was definitely, uh, I would play this from start to finish a lot in my basement. Yeah, great, great album, great movie, um, or great soundtrack, I should say. Um, but And uh, my final song is from a. Great movie, Jersey Superfly. I did, dude. I I got I was on a hardcore black exploitation kick when I was in high school. The Mac, uh, all the Dolomite movies, Superfly, and this you, song. You watched the Dolomite loved movies back Dolomite. then. Wow, you were loved ahead of your them. time. Loved them. Loved. I, I didn't even know about Dolomite until the Eddie Murphy movie. Ah, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to wonder because I was like, I really loved rap music back in the day, and I would hear all these references, and they would play clips in songs and i remember like looking in the liner notes of like two life crew and stuff and they're like excerpt taken from dolomite or the mac or this or that or they would reference it in songs and i'm like i gotta go fucking find that movie and i remember going to like the video store and just being like these movies what the fuck are these movies Mm -hmm. the covers were awesome uh we would watch them and just be like what the fuck they were just they blew our minds yeah uh and uh and uh superfly was one of the, um, I don't know, if it's like the bet, like the better ones or whatever. But the soundtrack, double disc, I believe, if I'm correct, uh, for Superfly, uh, Curtis Mayfield, uh, Pusher Man, which is just so cool in the movie, so cool just as a song. Enjoy. I mean, this is the cool. This is just so cool. And I love it. it goes have some coke, have some weed, give you anything you need. I'm your pusher man. Just a cool fucking song, I cool fucking movie, cool soundtrack. Love the movie. Uh, I should say, I like the movie, love the song, love Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. Um, this song and and a lot of his songs on on this and on the greatest hits uh, album, the production value is so cool because it, it's. I don't know if they record it live, but it feels like you're in a They're, concert. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and there's just there's just so raw. To me, especially with this soundtrack, there's nothing cooler back in the day of hearing a song that was sampled for a hip hop song and being like, oh, I know this. Yeah. How do I know this? I know. I know. Whoa. I know right. the song. And I, to me, I just thought that was like the coolest thing. It's a great song. And when I was teaching myself to play bass, uh, someone took me aside. They're like, if you can play bass to Curtis Mayfield, you'll learn how to play bass uh, without uh, a pick. Cause oh, cool. when you switch from guitar to bass, uh, you use a pick, like you're basically playing like guitar, but this, you cannot do that on this. And I started playing with my thumb and fingers. It was awesome. Ah, but yeah, cool. great song. Nice. 
We've like come it. to the end. Uh, well, no, you you have come to the end. My last song. You have one more song for us. Yeah, last song um, for me. The last song for me is at the time was my favorite movie. <laughs> was uh, my favorite genre of music, grunge. And actually, this is the first time this band has made up an appearance. 40, 40 episodes in, surprisingly. Can you imagine that Smashing Pumpkins only make it Un- now? B. For me, one of my favorite bands. It almost made it in the covers. Landslide. Yeah. Almost made it a couple times for us. I don't think anyone else has picked them yet, right? I don't think so. Surprisingly. Yeah. We're 40, I'm... almost 50 episodes yeah, in. I don't think so. Smashing Pumpkins, which to many people is considered one of the greatest bands of all time. Um, I think a lot of people will say that. Okay. No, you don't think so? I, I think they're one of the... I'll, I'll categorize them as one of the... the one of the uh, best bands to come out of the uh, Chicago grunge. Era. Oh, grunge era. Yeah, okay. I mean, of all, t- I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not getting down with all time. Let us know what you think. Paul Marty makes at gmail.com. Top. Uh, I would put him in my top 100. Top. It's not in your top 20. Wow. Nah, top 50. I'll go top 50. Smashing. Pumpkins. Top 27. Top 30. It's in my top 10. All right. This is drown. By Smashing Pumpkins, I couldn't think of a better way to end. Uh, I'd rather hear Sunvolt drown. You know what I mean? But that's just me. <laughs> Such a great song. And I used singles. Singles on singles. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I uh, I would end my mixtapes with this a lot because it was a long song. It was just a good way to say. That's the end. I'd rather see a movie based off the video for 1979 than watch Singles again. Singles, a movie where there's 40-year-olds pretending to be 20-year-olds in Seattle. Oh, it doesn't hold up. It's such a bad movie. But at movie. the time, I loved the movie because I was a, a big movie. Pearl Jam fan, and they were in it, and they had State of Love and Two Songs, Breathe, and State of Love and Trust, Soundgarden. Everything was Seattle. That boring-ass lead dude. Kevin. Uh, Is he Data? In Star Trek? He's Data. Kara Sedgwick was in it. Yeah. She was awesome in it. Yeah. Matt Dillon. Red Hot 35-year-old Kara Sedgwick back in the day. I loved her. 39-year-old Matt Damon. Or uh, Matt Dillon. Chris Cornell was in it, I think. Eddie Vedder was in it. Eddie Vedder. Cameo City. Yeah, there was a lot of Seattle cameos. Deleted scene with uh, Kurt uh, Kurt Cobain working at uh, Target. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Great song. The album... um, Still holds up. That that has uh, Paul Westerberg in it. It's a great soundtrack, single soundtrack. Still holds up. Is that up. Dyslexic Heart? I would have put that over this. I that's a, a banger. Dyslexic Heart rules. Um, this is the best song. This is my favorite um, Smashing Pumpkins song to this day, I think. Really? Yeah, I think it's up there. I gotta go 79. Wood was on there, Alice in Chains. Sure. I wonder if anyone was miffed about... Uh, there's the, the famous, if you want to have a little fun, uh, do a little research about the uh, the singles release party for MTV. Uh, oh, where yeah. Where uh, they fucking were like, the MTV tried to throw some rules on everybody at the end. And everybody, like Pearl Jam, maybe it was like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and someone else. And they, everybody just went like crazy there. And like all these like rich executives like, my kids love Smashing or Nirvana. I'm going to bring them. And it was like crazy. Mother Love Bones in it. Mother Mud Love Honey, Bones. Screaming Trees, Nearly Citizen, Lost You. Citizen Dick. Yeah. Screaming. Uh, uh, I Nearly Lost band. You by Screaming Trees. We're huge in Belgium. Yep. Oh, this part was so good. We missed the thing. Soundgarden, Chris Cornell's had a season song, the original or solo song. Great album. Great way to end. Um, 
my list. I think. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I don't. I don't know if uh, I would. I. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any of these movies that you threw out there that I'm like, I gotta check this out. Uh, don't watch. Don't watch uh, singles. Watch uh, Hype, which is a documentary about the grunge era. Uh, on it's on YouTube, I think. But there's this is what's cool about this. If you watch Hype on YouTube. There's it's it, there's subtitles. It's a it's I think it's from like somewhere in South America. Someone put it up, but the subtitles are great because when the song when the band sing, they have what they're saying in English. So you get the like lyrics and stuff with some of those bands. This this agree with you that the the movie doesn't hold up, but the soundtrack does. Uh, yeah, I wish I had time to tell you guys about the. What's one movie? What's one movie on your list that you'd recommend to people if they have? Lost seen in Translation and okay. uh, Harder They Come. Okay, those are two. I'm gonna I think go, everyone's seen. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see, uh, see Repo Man if you haven't seen it. It's Do you think a, it still holds up? And don't see the new one. Don't see Repo Men. See Repo Man. Yeah, Repo Man holds up. Oh fuck yeah, it holds up. It's so weird. Okay, and Transpotting so still holds up. Uh yeah. I'll try, I would say so. I'll try it again. I can't vouch for Clueless, Juice, uh, and Superfly holds up. I mean, Superfly is just right, Superfly. Classic. Classic. I saw it when it was old. And if you uh, if you want to get your version of the Shoeshine Boy cover of uh, Smashing Pumpkins Drown from 1996, wow, I've got a copy of it on video. What? I, we'll, I, we'll give it to a winner. I think the... Or loser. The, uh, the uh, for me the like me, the wow moment of wow this moment. podcast was that uh, the uh, DGC rarities yes was David, the David Geffen. I knew that all along. What's the C? What's the C? Compilation. Compilation. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I remember that hearing this. The lab- side label. Here. XRT played this, and I remember being like, I got, I got to, I'm, I'm into this song. This is uh, County Crows, Einstein on the Beach. Yes, that's the name of it. Good call. And I was like, I dig this song. I think this is the best. Kind of crow song? Eh, it doesn't hold up. I don't really? You like it still? I'm trying to remember. I haven't heard it in so long. <laughs> Maybe it won't. I'm trying to remember. It's like every stereotype of Adam Duritz. That would be my, uh, my take on him if I was doing an impression of how they say, like, Daryl Hannah would always like focus on little quirks. And for him, it's definitely just like, starts everything like a. But I dug this little. World begins. Yeah, it's not a bad little song. Eggman. Isn't that in parentheses? It's called, yeah, it's called Einstein on the Beach in parentheses for an Eggman. Eggman. Hey, if you're an Eggman out there or just a regular old tape head, thanks for listening. Uh, Let us know what your uh, soundtracks would look like. We would definitely appreciate that. Talk about it. Or if you have an idea for an upcoming mix, we could definitely do that. Uh, what we've been doing at the end of the show is sort of deciding what our next episode has been. Do you have any ideas floating around? I like the Chicago idea of doing uh, Best of Chicago. Okay. That's one. Hey, how about we call it The Taste of Chicago? Uh, in honor of... In honor of it not no. happening this year. <laughs> Taste of Chicago. Next week, tune in as Paul and I will be eating... Don't commit to giant, that. We don't know. Uh, ...giant drumsticks uh, in 100-degree weather. Uh, Sweating about. Uh, bands from I remember I was supposed to go to Taste Chicago and uh, I think it was like going into maybe 
sophomore year, and a bunch of people went, and they were like, yo, there's this lady Alanis Morissette, and she was fucking awesome. Wow. I think Counting Crows played there once. Hey. Could be wrong. Oh, no, I know they did later. Yeah. When we were older. Is everything, like, Summerfest and everything canceled? I don't know if Summerfest is canceled, but I know Riot Fest did. They're doing it in September. 2021. Really? Oh, shit. With Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Check us out. Follow us. Uh, follow our other podcasts. Uh, Marty and Sarah love wrestling and singles only. And don't forget Adam Dirtz. <laughs> don't forget him. <laughs> <laughs>